0: Love Talk Radio. The opportunity to come before him once again, we thank God for the opportunity to minister in His presence once again. So, as we go in today, we will be discussing about God, his faithfulness to us, and our strength that we need and Today we will begin to realize that what is happening to us, around us, is something we need to draw strength from the Word of God for. It's something that we need to seek the face of God for and be encouraged even in the midst of all that we're going through. So as we look at our situation And we say to ourselves, wow, this is a lot to handle This is a lot of information that we need to process We'll begin to question our faith We'll begin to question our strength We'll begin to question who we are in Christ But God lets us know that even though you're going through Even though it feels like it's more than you could ever bear More than you would have ever thought would happen to you He wants us to be encouraged He wants us to know that he's here for us And that through everything we're going through Even if we decide that we've cried our last tear He's yet going to be there He's not going to deny us our strength He's not going to deny us his word His anointing, his power, his glory, his presence He's yet here with us, so as we go into today's lesson, we're going to draw strength from each other. We're going to believe, going in, believing that God has strength for us to draw from each other today, that he's not not have, he's not left us, nor has he forgotten us, but that we can find strength when it seems so hard. And it's a reality of how hard it is. So let us go into prayer and believe, God, that before this is over, we will find the strength that is promised to us. Father, we thank you right now. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, O oh God. We magnify your name today, God. We love you, Lord, with everything that we have. We love you, O oh Lord. Lord, we worship you, we praise you daily, God We give your name glory, oh God But God, for some reason, it feels like it's too much for us to bear Like God, what we're going through is just too much Can you slack up a little bit on us, oh God But at the same time, God, we know that your word is our strength But God, please have mercy on us Lord, we thank you for your mercy and for your grace. We thank you, O oh God, that you're going to step in and refresh us and replenish us for this fight, O oh God, because we know this fight is the fight of faith. It's the fight for our victory in you. And we thank you, God. We love you and we give your name praise, O oh God, because we know that our steps are ordered by you. We know, O oh God, that You would teach us Your ways, and we trust You, God, that You would never leave us nor forsake You nor forsake us, O oh God, and that we trust You with all our heart, O oh God, and we try not to lean to our own understanding, O oh God, but the situation seems so hard to bear. But yet, God, we stand on Your word your word for healing, your word for blessings, your word for breakthrough, your word for deliverance, God, because we know that your word is true. So, Father, we come before you today. We ask you to rescue us, oh, God. We ask you to strengthen us, oh, God, and encourage us as we continue on in this fight, oh, God, as we continue on Believing and trusting in who you are in us In Jesus name, amen So as we come before God today Being distressed, being discouraged, being confused Feel like we've been beat down Feel like things have weighed us down Like we just have a building on our back and it just keep pounding on us And we don't know why the pounding is here. We don't know why we're going through what we're going through. But God is saying he's come to encourage us today. He's come that our hearts might have joy in the midst of what we're going through. So we read in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, He says, no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way so that you can stand up under it. Hmm. He's made a way. So he encourages us that what you're going through. I may not take you out of it, but I have made a way for you to escape. Because he's saying I am faithful. And I will not let you be tempted beyond what you can handle. So as we look into our lives, and daily we have to sit and look at our life, Because we're living it. And daily we compare it to the Word of God. And we compare it to the Word of God for encouragement, not for discouragement. We compare it to the Word of God for a renewal of the day that has burned us out, that has weighed us down, that didn't bring forth positive answers, maybe. That we begin to use the Word of God for the encouragement. So God began to let us know in this particular passage that he has made a way for us to escape. So the question is, how do we escape this? How do we get out of this? Well, the word of God has the answer for us. So whatever you're going through, you find your answer in the word and in prayer and seeking the face of God. He said, I've made a way that you be able to escape, and I have not given you more than you can bear. And you may look at your situation and say, oh, <laughs> this one is serious. This one is really, really life and death serious. This is not just, you know, something plain, because in your environment and in your world, this is a very serious issue because things can begin to crumble down. Things can be destroyed or discouraged or whatever, so it's a very serious issue. But God is letting us know that that particular situation that you're in, no one else may be in it or as close to where you're at, but he's made a way to escape. Because as we get together and we discuss our problems, even though it may be the same as it sounds, it's different because our family makeup is different and our family background is different. So when you begin to discuss this with the Lord and you begin to talk to him about what you're going through and how it's a burden to you and how it's discouraging and how it seems like you're being defeated and you're crying and you're you're worried and you're stressed out and and, and it's making sickness come upon your body because you You worry about it so much that you don't know what to do. But the Bible lets us know that we are to cast our cares upon him. So as you're confused and you don't know what to do, you are to seek the face of God and cry on his shoulder. And you may think, well, I've done that. I've cried till I can't cry anymore. I've prayed and I've not gotten any answers. But do you know that your emotional state can block your answers? Because as God tries to speak, you're yet speaking over him. As God tries to give you the answer, you're yet giving him the answer that you want. So now there's conflict in the conversation between you and God. So when you go down with your tears and your discouragement and your distractions, Once you've cried it all out and you've got everything out that you don't understand and you don't, you know, whatever, now it's time to be silent before the Lord and allow him to answer you according to his word. Because he has the answer before you even went down to discuss it with him. And he wants to give you the answer before you get up. The answer is in his word. So when you go down, take the Bible with you. And as you begin to pour out this situation to God in tears and pain and discouragement, let it go. Just let it go at that point and say, God, now I want to hear from you. And then you be silent before the Lord. Meditating on his word And then God will tell you now I will speak Because you're ready to receive what he has to say But as long as you're going down complaining and and griping And then you get up with the same gripes and complaints That means you've not had a conversation with God You just wanted him to listen And that's what he did He just listened to what you had to say But if you want him to bear your burdens If you want him to begin to move things out of the way And make this more bearable for you Then you have to sit and communicate with God Which means you have to listen to what he says And the answer will come to you Your strength must come, begin, and end with God. It can't begin with you and end with God, but it has to be God's strength that you're relying on. You have to surrender the situation to God. Don't try to get back up with it, but stay down there until you get your peace from God which means you may have to stay up after everybody else goes to sleep and nobody's asking you any questions, nobody's distracting you, and you can spend 100% of your time focused on God. Because your situation may take just a little bit longer to discuss with God. Because you're so hurt by it, because it's so personal to you, it's going to take a minute. And you want to spend that time with God. Give it to him. He wants it. And the Bible lets us know in Isaiah 41, he says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. This is a God. That we serve, that is saying, come, 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 come into my presence. Come talk to me. Come, come and communicate with me. If there's fear in your life, if there's emotional distress, if there's sickness in your body, I can tell you exactly how to get rid of that, or how or what to do. That's what the Lord is saying, because He's all powerful and He's all seeing and He's all knowing. And he's saying, I can do this, but you come to me. And in Isaiah, he's saying, fear not. Fear not. Because when we get bad news, the first thing that comes is fear. Because we begin to ask questions of what, when, where, and how am I going to handle this? But God said the first thing is to not accept fear. So when the situation comes up daily, The first thing to do is rebuke the fear. Say, fear, you have to go because I have to logically think about this thing. And I need God to communicate with me, so I got to keep my mind open in the spirit realm. I can't let fear block what God is trying to say to me right now. And then you say, speak, Lord, because I really need to hear what you have to say right now. Speak, Lord. And you rebuke the fear so that you can move forward in God through that situation. He says, I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. And I think that pretty much covers everything when we're going through. Because we need his strength. We need his help. And we definitely need him to hold us up because at this point we began to break down. At this point we began to get discouraged and our faith feels weak. So if we can just quote these things to ourselves when it comes, then God can step in and take the pressure off of us because that's what he's saying he wants to do. He wants to take the pressure off. Because he knows what he put on you is not more than you can bear Because he knows you, he created you And he's pushing out of you what you told him you wanted to be pushed out of you When you stood during worship service and you sang the song, I surrender all When you stood during worship service or prayer service And you said, God, come into my life and use me you're making a covenant contract with him that he has the right to purge and refine you from whatever is in you that's distracting you from doing that work that you just promised God that you wanted to do. So when you lift up your hands and you surrender yourself to God and you say, use me, and then he begins to purge you, and it feels like it's more than you can bear, and the fire is hot, and you say, but God, I mean like this. I just meant I'll take a couple of Bible classes and get to know you and, and we can walk through this thing together. But he's saying, no, in order for me to use you, I've got to purge you. In order for the purging to come, it's going to hurt the flesh, which feels like it's more than you can bear. Because your flesh don't want to be purged. Your flesh doesn't want to be burned or or taken and Changed in any direction It wants to do things That the way the flesh Wants to do it So God is saying It's not more than you can bear It's in you To fight this fight But because it's a lot Or because it's taking A long time Or because people see it And they're discouraging you about it It makes it a worse Thing for you it begins to bring you down emotionally. It begins to bring you down physically because no one understands the purging that you're going through. And it began to look more of a burden. It began to look more of a war of defeat on your behalf. But you're not defeated because God is fighting the battle for you And he only put on you what he knows is already in you. So therefore, you're coming out of this victoriously in the end. But then again, you can't come out of it victoriously unless your mind is stayed on him. Because the situation can defeat you. The situation can overtake you. When God began to speak to Joshua in 1 and 6, He began to let Joshua know that it was a conditional guarantee he was allowing him to have. As long as you meditate and as long as you follow the commands, I'm there. I'm with you 100%. And that condition still reigns today because we have to focus on the word of God. So the situation is conditional Because you can get so distracted and not pray Not seek the face of God Not communicate with him To where it just constantly is beating you down But God is saying in Isaiah I don't want it to be that way I actually want to be there for you So that this situation will not overtake you So you have to decide for yourself what am I going to allow the end result to be? Because the temptations are there, the burdens are there, the troubles, the trials, everything is there. But the end result, the testimony that you want depends on you. What is your testimony through it so you can have the victorious testimony when you get out of it? Then we look at First Samuel 30 and 6. What David was now going through And David said And it says David was greatly distressed For the people spoke of stoning him Because all the people were bitter in soul Each of his sons and daughters But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God So that's your condition For the end result You have to strengthen yourself In the Lord And how do you do that When you're already broken How do you do that When you feel beat down How do you do that When it feels like there's no hope anymore You get in the word of God Whether you're lying in your bed (laughs) Sitting in a chair In the car Whatever is going to take that you encourage yourself For me, it would be singing I sing myself happy For someone else, it may be meditating Someone else, it may be listening to a song on the radio And just dancing before the Lord But whatever it is, you have to strengthen yourself in the Lord Now, all around David was nothing but bitterness Even his children, bitter so he didn't just say, oh, Lord, everybody has turned against me and I have no one. No. David said, okay. Then I, because I know the God that I serve and because I remember when he brought me out in the past, surely I'm not going to be bitter before God now. So guess what? He said, I'm going to strengthen myself in the Lord because he knows the God that he served. So we have to ask ourselves, did he bring me out in the past? Did he give me answers about things in the past? Has he shown me revelation about things? If your answer is yes, then move forward strengthening yourself in God. Because you know, just like he's brought you out in the past, he's going to bring you out now. You don't have to say he's never failed me yet. There is no yet. He's never going to fail you. Yet makes it seem like it's going to come one day, but it just hasn't come yet. But no, he never is going to fail you. Never. And you know that because of what he's done in the past for you. He lets you know it's conditional and it's based on what you do as to how you come out. Are you going to believe, even though the time is hard, even though physically there's no way out, even though it seems like all the doors are closing and the news reports are serious, the doctor reports are serious, how do you believe? How do you not sound tired? How do you not, you know, just feel discouraged? How can I go looking refreshed and 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 on top of the world, knowing what's going on in my life? That's where you draw that strength before you leave your house That's where you draw that strength and you communicate with God. So when you start your day, you've already set the pace that you're strengthened and that you rebuked the devil and you told him this day. You're not taking it away from me. I'm not losing this day to discouragement, to defeat, to um, emotional disorder, nothing. No fear today. No, no devil, no fear. Nothing. I'm not separating from God today. I'm focused on what God has for me. And once that is spoken before you leave the house when your day began. And then any time during the day when that comes into play, you're able to rebuke it and say no. I've already prayed against this. God has already fought this battle for me today. So no. God, whatever you need me to do within this time, that's what I'm going to do. Because I'm standing on your word. And you will find with that, that the burden becomes lighter. That the burden is not so hard to bear anymore because you've given it over to God. And you've said, here God, this is is yours. And we discussed it this morning that it was yours. So my day, I'm chilling for this day. And you do that every day. You're giving your day over to God. You're making sure you cover yourself with the blood of Jesus and anything that happens in that day that's negative. And you praise God for all the things that happen that's good. And you rebuke the devil and you let him know that whatever weapon he has formed in this day, It will not defeat you, discourage you, put fear in you, distract you, because you have prayed your prayer to God that this day belongs to God. And when you stand firm in that, knowing that God got your back and the devil has to flee, your day will go. It will just continue to go, and the blessings will flow. And you won't feel so weighed down. You won't feel so distracted and defeated. Because when you feel defeated, it just messes up. It's like a chain reaction or dominoes. Everything just, just feels like it falls from that point. And God is saying, no, you can't have days like this. You know, up and down, up and down. No, he's like, no, we can't have those kind of days. Not when you're praying before the day starts. So secure your day with prayer. And the promises of God are sure. David encouraged himself in the Lord. God is your strength. Even if you just open the Bible and read one chapter, you have to read the Bible every day. And you'll begin to really enjoy it. And you'll begin to be strengthened because you'll be like, wow, I didn't know that. Wow, that's interesting. And the Word of God will open up to you and give you the revelation that you're looking for because you're hungry. Because he said he would feed us when we're hungry for his word The word of God is important in our day-to-day walk Feed yourself with the word of God And you'll be able to strengthen yourself in the word You'll be able to strengthen yourself Then we head on over to Second Timothy 4.17 He said, but the Lord stood by me and strengthened me so that through me the message might be fully pro- proclaimed, and all Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. <laughs> and you know, I feel we really feel like we're in the lion's mouth because our situation is so serious. It's serious. And God says I can rescue you from the lion's den from the lion's mouth, <laughs> from the lion's presence, wherever you're at in your situation. He's saying, I can rescue you from that situation. But you have to stand on the word of God. You have to know the word of God. You have to understand it, get revelation from it. And then you'll be able to say, but the Lord stood by me and strengthened me. He's right there waiting for us to quote his word so that he can step in and do his work. But how can he do that when we don't know him? We don't read his word. We just wait for Sunday to come. We hear the message and we repeat the message. How do you know the message is the word of God if you don't read it? So we have to get into our word Daily He didn't tell us how long We needed to get into it He just said get into it And meditate on the word And it will fill your heart With pleasure And the tears That you were crying before you read The word of God Will be no more Because he would have encouraged you Through the word And then you can see you can sing praises of encouragement to yourself. You can shout the dance of victory by yourself because you've encouraged yourself and you read the word for yourself and it became food for your soul. Hallelujah. And now there's no more starving. There's no more calling people for encouragement Because now you become the encourager for other people that are going through. Instead of having a pity party or instead of having a discouragement party, you can now begin to encourage those who are discouraged. Because you know how God has shown you how to be the encourager. Because David stood alone. He stood alone. And he said, I got to go and encourage myself. And then we said, I want to be, you know, a leader like Moses, or I want to worship God like David. But when you're in those positions, you're in them alone. Because no one else may not want to go that far in God in order to learn God that way. And then they may say, you're too serious. That's too much. It don't take all of that. But for where you want to go, it takes that and then some. So you have to know how to encourage yourself if you're saying to God, use me. If you're saying to God, I surrender. How do you encourage yourself? So instead of watching a show that you've seen already, whatever, sacrifice that time for the word of God instead of on the phone or whatever you may do to pass your time put a little sacrifice that for for the reading of the word of god and you'll find yourself getting stronger daily and you'll find yourself understanding god it's when we don't understand him that we get confused by him by his word by his his ministers or preachers we are confused we don't understand because how could a God that says he loves us and he's there for us, let me go through this? But it's in the word of God where you get the revelation that it's because he loves you and he's purging you and he's cleansing you for himself that you're going through what you're going through. It's not supposed to take you down. is not supposed to destroy you. But it's supposed to bring you to that point, that high in God, to where you can stand up as the leader he's called you to be. And that is what he's looking for from you. So when we get sick, rebuke the sickness, stand on the word of God for healing, the blood of Jesus for healing. And even though it may not come the first time or the second time, to so continually pray, continually seek his faith, continually meditate on his word, because that's going to build your faith. That's going to build your trust in God. So when you get to that point of trusting God, so when another sickness comes or when another situation comes, and you'll even see it before it comes, and you'll be able to tell the devil to go. I see you coming. Go now. Because God has given me revelation. But before when you saw it coming or before when you felt the symptoms, it was, oh, Lord, I feel sick. I feel something coming on that's not right. You, You begin to help it come. But once you learn the word of God and you know that you have the power to rebuke the devil and you know that this thing can't harm you or take you down, then you can stand on the word of God and you see the symptoms coming and you begin to tell that devil, you got to go. Sickness, you have to go. You will not enter into my body. I'm not accepting you. And he has to go. If you don't go the first day or the first hour, you continue to plead the blood of Jesus over your body. You continue to plead the blood of Jesus over your, over whatever it is you're going through. And he has to go. There's no more options. <laughs> he has to go. You can just sit there and say, no, devil, no, 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 you got to go. No, no. And you're just constantly saying that, no, he got to go. There's no pity party, there's no options, there's no let me go check, let me see. There, there's none of that. He, you got to go. This, this is it. I'm not accepting this. I don't want it. No, the blood of Jesus, the blood, the blood. And you just know. And that's when you know you've grown in your faith. That's when you know the word of God is working in your life. Is when you stop making options for things. You stop making excuses for things, you stand on the word of God and you just say no. No, for it is written. And you begin to quote that scripture of where it is written at. Because you have that power. You have that authority through the Holy Spirit. When you accepted Christ into your life or when you told God, I want to have the power of the Holy Ghost in my life and upon me, and you begin to speak in other tongues as they did in Acts And you had this feeling that you've never felt before It's still there And he said when you receive That power It comes when you receive that language So they come at the same time You don't get the language and then you've got to wait for the power They're just one, they're one person So now he's empowered you. It's not just about speaking in tongues, but it's about the empowerment of those tongues. So when you begin to speak with your other language, with your holy language, you are speaking power into that situation. Hallelujah. You are speaking to that situation in the spiritual realm, and you're telling it it has to go. Then you use your natural voice, and you still tell it it has to go. Because you're standing on the blood of Jesus. You're standing on your rights in the word of God. You got to go. It's time. I've been pity party with you long enough. I've been discouraged long enough. You got to go. And you begin to read your word of God. And you begin to see how others had to declare the same thing you got to go <laughs> because the God that I serve is fighting for me. And in that, the burden is not a burden anymore. What you're bearing is not weighing you down anymore because you've now taken control of what had control of you. And that's all God is telling us is that the situation should not, could not, Could not, will not Control us when he's given us The authority through the Holy Spirit The death of his son And the resurrection To fight a good fight of faith Standing Believing, praying Worshipping The word of God Pleading the blood of Jesus crying out to God with a sincere, pure heart, surrendering it all to him that he may be able to guide us through this. Because we don't know what to do. We have no clue. But with the help of the word of God, the Holy Spirit, the blood of Jesus, and the revelation from God, we can make it. We can make this work for us. We can be empowered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Encourage yourself in the Lord. We have to encourage ourselves in the word. Because sometimes we sit there and we say, God, I have no one to talk to about this. God, I have no one to cry out. I have no one that will listen because when I tell them what I'm going through, they immediately go in on what they're going through, and we're just going back and forth with no solution, no answers. So now I know your business and you know mine, but we don't have no answers for each other. And we try to encourage each other by saying, girl, God will provide. Or God will answer us But we go home the same way we came But God is saying there's an answer for that Which is in his word Which is sitting down Opening up the Bible And saying Holy Spirit I need encouragement today I have no one to talk to No one will understand No one human being could give me the answer That only God Has Holy Spirit come And give me revelation about what I am about to read And help it to be something that will encourage me And the Holy Spirit will direct you And guide you into all truth and righteousness And you will be able to be guided And strengthened To where when the Holy Spirit finishes with you, you will feel awesome. You will feel loved. You won't feel lonely anymore, discouraged, defeated. But you will feel the presence of God in that room. And you will cry out to him in your holy language that won't let go until you finish. No matter how much you try to cut it off, because God wants to minister to you, you will speak into your language until He's done. And then God can begin to strengthen you in that situation. So, discouragement does not have to be. Calling people on the phone and telling everybody your business. Only to find out none of them can help or or give you encouraging words And you get off the phone in tears Because you didn't get what you were looking for Because they either changed the subject or they talked about themselves But God is saying I am your friend I will listen I will wipe your tears I will hold you through this And I will strengthen you He's guaranteed us those things But if we don't come to him Go to him Talk to him Meditate on him Surrender to him How can he come in? He can't force himself on us He can't force the situation to get better We have to go to him And ask him for help He's here You don't have to cry on the phone you don't have to lie down in your bed crying on the pillow. You you don't have to. You don't. Because he's saying all you have to do is call out to me and I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I want to help. I've guaranteed you in my word that I will help you, but you have to release the situation over to him. God wants to help us. He doesn't want us to feel like he's giving us more than we can bear. Because he hasn't We don't like what we're bearing The cross that we have to take We don't like it But it's for his his kingdom His preparation For his coming We're here on earth But we're spiritual beings We're spiritual first We were with him first He gave us a body and put us down here But His main focus was that we would worship him even down here, the way that we did up there. And he wants us to come closer to him, even though he's given us so many other things around us. He's saying, please just continue to focus on your spiritual man, even with all the distractions. And then we go back up to him and we continue on to worship him. And I know it sounds easier than what it is, but I promise you on a daily basis, if you do these things, it works. It really works. And you'll find your feet lighter. You'll find your shoulders not weighed down. You'll find your mind free. Because in everything, you'll seek the face of God. (laughs) Because you've built that relationship with him. And you've communicated with him that these things will not overtake you these things will not defeat you you you'll stand on the word of god when these things begin to to just weigh you down it's not too much to bear for the spirit man the flesh doesn't like it because it's a purging to get you closer to god it's a purging because every time you feel a pain you call on the name of jesus and you plead the blood Every time you're short money on a bill, you begin to lay hands on that bill and say, in the name of Jesus, money come now because God promised me prosperity and I'm going to hold on to his word. And you rebuke the devil from bringing in that poverty or bringing in that lack of finances, then God can begin to work with you because you're standing on his word. But defeat comes when we don't stand on the word of God. Defeat and destruction come when we try to do things within ourselves. Our strength must start and end with God. And we must always remember that we are a spiritual being in a fleshly body. And that your strength comes from the God that you serve, which is Jesus Christ and the Lord God Almighty. The Holy Spirit is here to strengthen you and show you the way. For God told us in Isaiah, fear not, which means cast that fear out of the way. Cast it out. It's coming, but you can tell it to go. You have that power to tell it to go. Tell discouragement, you got to get up out of here. Because I need God to speak to me And and, and I can't be discouraged and distracted And confused and talk to God Somebody got to go And it won't be God There's no options for what I'm going through Because I need to hear From God So you shut down The options And you Stand on the word of God Listening to the devil is not an option (laughs) Letting him bring discouragement is not an option. You can cut that off as soon as you hear it. It makes the burden worse. When you, you, you get into discouragement, it weighs you down. When you get into defeatful thinking, it weighs you down. When you, you're crying because you feel defeated, it weighs you down. You don't even want to get up out of the bed. You don't even want to do anything because you're weighed down. But the Bible lets us know. Then he said, I'll be there. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand, Isaiah 41. I will be there. I will strengthen you. So while you're lying there crying, say, God, strengthen me. Devil, you got to go. God, strengthen me. Devil, you got to go. Until you feel the anointing of God from your belly, devil, you got to go. God, please come in and strengthen me. Devil, I rebuke you. God, please come in and strengthen me. Come in and strengthen me. And he will step in. He said, I will help you. So when you say to God, I don't understand why God. He said, I'm coming to help you right now. If you say, God, help me. He says, okay, I'm coming. Isaiah 41, I'm coming. I will help you. Never leave us nor forsake us. I'm coming. And you open up the word of God for that help. And you read where he's helped other people get out of their situations and you stand on your word. God, come and help me. I will with I will uphold you with my righteous hand. You say to him, God, I'm I'm not strong in this. I I don't know if I can bear this, God. I don't know why this is happening. He says, ah, but come here. I got you. Come here. I'm going to hold you up. During everything that you're going through right now, I'm going to hold you up. Just read my word. Just pray to me. Just meditate on my word, and I'm going to hold you up. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your presence. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your environment. I'm going to hold you up. And then that's when David encouraged himself. In 1 Samuel, everybody was distressed around him. He had an option. Either he get distressed with them or he go the other way. But David said, I will strengthen myself, I will encourage myself in the Lord because of what he's done for me in the past. I know this situation will not take me down, this situation will not overtake me. And I say those things to myself daily. (laughs) This situation will not take me. I don't know what's going on, God, and I don't know why. But one thing I do know. (laughs) This situation, devil, no. You got to go so that I can hear what my God is saying. So discouraging words, I cast you out. Disappointment, I cast you out. Fear? I cast you out in the name of Jesus, and I plead the blood over this situation because I will be encouraged today. I will be healthy today. There is a plan for my finances today, and the devil has to go. He has to go. You've commanded him. You've used the power that God has given you to make him go. So he has to go But if you don't tell him to go But you sit there and entertain what he's doing Then he sticks around longer And you begin to walk with a hump in your back Tears pouring down Asking God why When you let him stay When you entertain what he's doing But the blood of Jesus Is crying out For us to hold on A little bit longer For us to hold on To the promises of God Don't give up Don't be dismayed Just hold on Change is coming Just hold on Just let God dry your tears Weeping only endures For a little while Because joy is coming your morning is when you give it to God. That's when your joy comes. Your morning is when you surrender it to God. That's when the morning comes for you. It doesn't have to be a literal morning, but it's a spiritual morning that comes for you. That nighttime could be when that thing hits you. But as soon as you rebuke it and you begin to call on the name of Jesus, that's when your revelation and your mourning comes. Stand on the word of God. Stand on the word of God. And he will come in and fight for you. He's ready. His army is ready. The angels in heaven are ready. The Holy Spirit is ready to empower you to stand on the word and the words that you say. We'll have power, Hallelujah! Stand when there's nothing left to do. When you've done all you could do, when you've cried all the tears you could cry, when you're humped over so far you could touch your toes because it's bothering you so much, God is saying, stand, please stand. And see the salvation of the Lord. Not an option. Defeat is not an option. Just take options out of it. Just take it out. There are no options. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. No matter who's against me coming out, I'm coming out. No matter who don't see me coming out, I'm coming out. Because what my coming out does not... Depend upon is the people around me What my coming out does not depend upon Is what you speak into me But the end result is what I speak into me What I believe What I'm doing So you only become a hindrance to me When I allow you to be a hindrance to me But as of this day We will serve the Lord, and we will be focused on what he has promised us. Hmm. Thank you, God. Father, as you begin to give us revelation according to your word, God. Father, as you begin to speak to us, oh God. Father, I see you moving right now. On somebody's bones Oh God They need Some help with their bones I see a bone and I see the power and the anointing of God touching those bones Going in there with fire And healing the bone Is right at the calf um, Below the knee Any Anything happening below the knee God is healing His power Has come And he's, he's putting fire to it And it's it's going to just begin to heal what's been happening to that to that leg in Jesus, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank you, O oh God. We give you praise and glory and honor, O oh God. You're worthy, O oh God, of all of our praise, God. Minister to the sick right now. Encourage them, O oh God, that you are their healer and that you want to heal, O oh God. And that we must fight the good fight of faith, God We thank you right now, God We give your name praise We give your name glory In Jesus' name Close.